The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow With my mouth, I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said... Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. We use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com, you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio. Scroll down on the right side of the page, and you will see that we will be streaming in this area right here. Uh, it'll be the second video down. We're pre-recording today. We're really not. We're live here now, but <laughs> obviously not uh, for you guys when you're listening right now. So we're, we'll be playing this on that day and we won't, we won't be live. We'll be playing the pre-record. 
get all mixed up when I do these things. But in any case, we'll be in the second video down. The video above will be Bradley's video from the previous day. So if you miss his show, it comes on at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Just click onto that and uh, you're good to go there. It'll go up until 3 o'clock and then he goes live then. Also, when you're in the section of the live video, click on the video platform. Join us in the chat. We have a lot of people in there on the in the mornings, like-minded uh, patriots and Christians and constitutionalists. And uh, so join us in the chat. We'd love to have you in there. Right above that is where you can enter your email to subscribe to our newsletter. You get one of those a day. We don't rent your email, sell it, or spam it to anybody. You just get one, including the morning show archive, all the stuff that we're going to talk about today and uh, with our guest here. And then if you agree with our message and you would like to help us, we never ask you for money, but people say, hey, how can we help support? So here's how you do that. There's a donate button at the top of the SonsOfLibertyMedia.com page. Click on that and make a one-time donation. Or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. That link is also available. And then our store is also open. And this week we are highlighting the Sons of Liberty dog tags. Now, they look lots better than these. These were the mock-ups before we got them made. They're really high-quality metal. The same size as a regular dog tag, except they're really durable. You can get them in silver. You can get them in black. And um, normally these are $8 a piece. But if you use the promo code LOVE, and that's tied with 1 John 3.18, we love in deeds, not just words. And uh, use the promo code LOVE. You'll save 10% off through Saturday night at midnight when you go into our store. Now, let's just get over to things of, of what we're covering today. We've got a special guest with us, Dr. Jane Ruby. This is the second time she's been back to the show. And so she really doesn't need an introduction. Many of you guys really appreciated what she had to say. You watch her on Stu Peters when she shows up on there. And uh, it's my privilege to welcome back to the Sons of Liberty, Dr. Jane Ruby. Good afternoon. Thanks so much, Tim. It's great to be back with you. Yeah, great to be with you. And I'm sorry I didn't add you in here. I was supposed to do that, so we're going to put you back on right there. And I'm sure it's you got some nice weather where you're from. Uh, well, yeah, relatively speaking today, though, it's been um, an unusual day, very gloomy, rainy, uh, usually in Florida. Uh, you, you just see the weather kind of go over the peninsula. But for some reason today, there's some kind of a system that's hanging over. So okay. we'll see what happens. Yeah, my, my father-in-law, before he passed, used to live in Orlando, and he would call us up in the wintertime and say, man, I had to take my shirt off. It was like 70 degrees here or something, <laughs> and uh, used to yeah. kid us about that. Well, listen, I, I brought you on because, you know, it seems like daily, and I don't get to catch when you appear daily, but usually I'll get the information sent to me, and I'll check out the things that you're you're sharing with, with the audience. And I thought maybe to bring you on just to kind of, dump what information you have that's that's new that's come out. And one of the things I, I just wanted to start off with, just to kind of get things going, you know, we've had, I don't know, it was back in March, we had Webster's, and they changed they changed their definition of vaccine. And then we have now the U.S. government redefining what a domestic terrorist is, and then coming behind that, this past week, we've had the CDC redefining vaccination. And I'm just curious, from your perspective, what are you making of this? Because I've always had the idea that when socialism comes in, the things that it does is it starts changing the language and redefining the terms. What do you make out of all this? I, I, I agree with you 100%. It's communism. It's communism. It's, it's here. 
It's here. I know people don't want to hear that. Uh, the people are waiting for someone else to do something about it. Uh, but it's pure, unadulterated communism. And if you look at Alinsky's rules for radicals, uh, n- not just the 12 or 13 rules, whatever it is, uh, but the, all the context around it, um, this is the goal. You change the culture, you bastardize it, you, you taint it, and you start changing language. You know, the word vaccine was the first word out of the gate. Uh, that was uh, criminal. Uh, these are not vaccines under any definition. I don't care how many times they like to change their definition. You know, we're still f- free thinking beings. We don't have to accept that. Uh, you know, scientists, experts, for the majority of them would not agree with those definitions. Uh, policymakers can't just take it upon themselves to change definitions uh, because then they can easily change policy. So let's go back to vaccine. Um, I, I work very hard at not calling it that. I sometimes, if I do have to call it that for a particular reason, I'll put my, you know, finger quotes around them, but it's not a vaccine. And if you continue, I don't mean you personally, but if people continue to call it a vaccine, you've already lost the argument. And that is because these things, um, are, we all know now, I don't think I need to lay out too much more science, but we all know now these are toxic poisonous injections. Uh, we, we really don't know what's in all of them. Uh, being under an emergency use authorization, uh, legally, the company is allowed to modify the formulation, the dosing, and do whatever they want. In addition to that, if you go to clinicaltrials.gov, the U.S. government's repository for human trials, they have to be registered there, you can look up the Pfizer as an example. You can look all the companies up. But for the Pfizer, um, I actually have the study number that I love to read. I'll, I'll send that to you. You can post it when you post this interview. It is um, N like Nancy, C like Cat, T like Tom, 043-687-28. And that will immediately get you right, because there's so many studies on that website. If you put that number in, NCT 043-687-28, it will bring up Pfizer's study. Why do I say that? Because um, you can see the plan. You can see that they've violated all kinds of regs and laws. They've m- mashed the whole this human subject studies are supposed to be done in a stepwise fashion because one phase uh, informs the next one. Instead, they're doing, they call it a, a phase one, two, three. Never seen anything like that in my 20 years of pharma drug development, right? Um, so if you go to their website, you'll see all kinds of things. You'll see dosage, you'll see eight different arms. That means treatment arms of people that are going to get five milligrams, 10 milligrams, uh, micrograms, I'm sorry, t- five, 10, 20, up to 30. And then there are two arms of people. I'm not sure how many people in each of those arms. They're going to get 100 micrograms. Now, this is coming up, right? And I think that's what's happening in the, that's the boosters are part of the trial. If you get one of these shots, you are in a trial. Whether you know it or not, you have not been informed. You have not signed your permission to be in a trial, but you are in a trial illegally. Uh, So it's really important getting back to the term vaccine. And changing definitions, I want to stay with your original question. Um, we can all start by not calling it that uh, because it gives people a false sense of security when you're trying to enlighten somebody who's on the fence about taking it. Um, by calling it a vaccine, uh, they don't understand why you're fighting them on it, right? Because why would I not want to take something that will help me? So let's let's start at the beginning and everybody, let's try to stop thinking about it as that Stop using the word, call it an injection, call it a clot shot, a death shot, uh, whatever you want to call it, a shot, just say the Pfizer shot, 
the Moderna injection, whatever, but start doing that. And it, it almost will we'll recondition each other back, right? Like yep. they're, they're trying to condition us. Let's, let's recondition back. Yeah, I totally agree with that. In fact, we, uh, our health and wellness expert, Kate Shimarani, was on the other week, and she was saying, you know, they're they're using shot, and she says, think about what that is. When you pull out a gun, you shoot somebody. You give us, you're giving a shot, and she said that's exactly what they're doing. It may not be an instant death, but the more that people go along with this stuff, the more that that takes place. That that they're actually killing the people over a long term, and some of them are very short term. We're seeing people within a matter of hours or minutes drop dead or yeah. uh, produce some kind of injury that they face from getting these shots. Let me just quickly read this. Uh, this is Tabor's medical dictionary definition for a vaccine: any mm-hmm. suspension containing antigenic uh, mo- molecules derived from a microorganism given to stimulate an immune response to an infectious disease. Vaccines may be made from weakened or killed microorganisms, inactivated toxins. I mean, gosh, even the vaccine the definition itself is, sounds bad. Toxoids derived from microorganisms or uh, immunologically active surface markers extracted or copied from microorganisms. And there's more here. And uh, and then we have the de- we have their definition for a medical device, which is what Kate says this really falls under is is a medical device, not a vaccine at all. So I'm with you. I I, I don't. Uh, we, we've changed our definition a long time ago. Uh, even before we had Dr. Sherry Tenpenny tell us about that about mm-hmm. you know going from the vaccine to the injection or gene therapy sure. or the depop shot, whatever you want to call it. So I, I understand that, and I'm glad that you understand that uh, this is a part of a bigger construct. And that is to implement communism. This is the very thing that I think was Orwell warned us about in 1984. You know, slavery is freedom mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So with that said, we got that kind of out of the way. What, what, what are the things that you're finding out? As far as graphene oxide, you were on here last time and you spoke about that. What else has come out since then? Because I think there's been a, another couple of studies. There's been a couple of other doctors who have also looked at what the uh, the Spanish group did. And they've kind of come to the same conclusion. In fact, they've actually found more than graphene oxide in there. They've actually found parasites that have been put in the shots. There's been a lot that's come to light. Several other, as you said, Tim, several other researchers have uh, looked, done their own microscopy studies. Uh, One of them went on to do the electron microscope as well, uh, which validates what the Spanish researchers originally found. Uh, I understand uh, through the grapevine that there are uh, many others that are in the process of doing it, and they're going to come forward uh, very soon. It's a race against time, right? Uh, Because what we're really trying to do is we we don't have institutions. They've all collapsed. We don't have authorities. Uh, Politicians are not going to rescue us. They got us they got us into this so really it's going to be left up to us and just like in 1776 we don't have to have a 100 of all the people but if we can get you know a good chunk of the people that can push this back um we we do have a shot we're going to probably need citizen tribunals and things like that but in the meantime um when more and more of these other researchers come and buttress what the Spanish researchers found, what Dr. Philippe Van Welbergen found in the UK. This is a family doctor who has his own little, 
you know, mini lab, he's got a regular microscope. And when his patients were starting to come in, he could, he's known them for many years and they look like they're deteriorating. The common theme was those who had taken these injections. He started doing blood smears because they're regular labs, like their, their, their blood counts, red, white blood counts and all the sub, you know, blood, blood, uh, uh, you know, different types of blood products. Um, where, you know, where, when he analyzed them in terms of their blood counts, their chemistries, you know, potassium, sodium, things like that, everything was coming up unremarkable. So he said, well, let me look at their blood. Uh, they're tired, the more de- their, their dementia is like really raced ahead. And when he did that, he, he put blood smears under the microscope. And I, I really think there is a technique to doing it because you have to treat it, you know, so it doesn't dry up and become, you know, artifact. But if you have blood that's fresh, um, you, you can, most people can just do their own blood smears. If you do it, if you look at it right away and he saw what he saw on, because there were two different types of analyses going on, Tim, one set of researchers are getting vials, uh, from these companies through a chain of custody, they can verify. And then they're, they're, you know, they're reconstituting it according to the company's instructions. And then they're withdrawing it in a syringe and then they're putting it on a plate and they're looking at it under a microscope. Okay. Another set of researchers are looking like Dr. Wellbergen, Van Wellbergen, looking at their patient's blood, the blood of the injected. And then he's got some interesting, I, I actually put some of his slides side by side, happy to bring that on the show sometime, but um, you can see side by side, normal red blood cells in a, in a smear and an injected person. And it's very different. Okay. So he's got a lot of great stuff. And so you have two camps. And then some of these people, these researchers are doing both. They're saying, Hey, I've got some vi-, like Dr. Uh, Gitala in Germany, uh, Dr. Barbell Gitala. She's a naturopath. She's on um, videos on the internet and she's showing where she got several vials. One is Moderna. One is, I believe she has an AstraZeneca vial or it's a J and J and she also has the Pfizer vial. And she looked at all three of those and shows from her computer. She shows the, the pictures of the different materials. They all look similar. Uh, and then you have, and then she also has countless blood smear pictures of blood smears from her patients who had taken these jabs. Some of them, you know, hours later after they took the injections, some of them a week or two later, she looked at their blood. So that was very, very interesting. These people are, their findings are about to be corroborated, right? When the Spanish researchers first came out and I reported them on Stu Peters, which by the way is up to a million point five views on Rumble alone. um, We thought, well, you know, they came out with it. They wrote a report, they laid out, you know, their methodology for now. That's what we have, right? And they were published authors. They were published researchers, but now we have several other doctors uh, that have, have, corroborated those same findings and it gets to be very 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 dark and evil and of great concern so there you have it so that's what's happening and many more to come i understand yeah now i wanted to ask you a question because we've had several doctors on we've had nurses and things of that nature and if i'm not mistaken the first time we had dr carrie midday on uh, one of the things she was going over was hydrogels and i almost want to say that hydrogels contain graphene oxide, do they not? I mean, you would you would know this better than I do, but I'm I'm thinking that it was her that said it may not have been. I don't want to attribute something wrong to her, but I'm almost certain that hydrogels, at least some of them, are part of the graphene oxide. They they have that product in them. Is that true? Is that not true? I, I'm not really certain on that. Yeah, I I don't like to cl- um, clarify or comment on another expert's 
comments because it's sure. out of context. I do have a lot of respect for her. We work together. We communicate. Um, but I, but I, I think you'd have to get clarification from her. I am not an expert in this area, but I will tell you this. We know from the people that have looked into these vials and looked at it under a microscope uh, that we've, we're seeing what looks like from other experts that have corroborated that it's graphene oxide. Now, let's take a look at, let's go a little further around your question around the adjuvants, the additives, the, the material that it's in, right? Um, you can, uh, I like D Dr. David Martin is one of my mentors and my heroes, and he always, he's got an expression. Let's go to the criminal's own words. Yes. So if you go to what Pfizer has disclosed, what Moderna has disclosed and the other companies in their, you know, ingredients for now, which I don't trust them. I don't think they're fully disclosing. Uh, Karen Kingston went on um, Stu Peters. She's the inside whistleblower, analyst, patent expert and all that from Pfizer. She said, uh, we know there's graphene oxide in there, but they got it off the list of ingredients because it was, uh, and, it, and it's not in the patent filings because they got away with it, calling it a trade secret. And since patent filings are public in the public domain, uh, they, they don't have to disclose it. But she had documentation internally that, that uh, certified or that proved that there was, there is graphene oxide in those. So, but let's look at what they do disclose. You looked at things like SM-102, if you look up SM-102 at a website called Chemicel, a company that makes these types of chemicals for research, their disclaimer clearly says Chemicel, C-H-E-M-I-C-E-L-L. -L. Because, Tim, I don't want people to take my word for it. I want them to go to the website, Chemicel.com. It's in Berlin. Uh, it's a big manufacturing plant. And they have a, an elegant website. And they you look up SM-102, it tells you exactly what it is how it can be used, how toxic it is, and their disclaimer is should not not intended for veterinary or human research. Okay? And and then they and then they'll go on to say if you if it gets on your hand, you got to call biohazard, you got to wash it. Oh, okay, but we can inject it into our bodies. Okay. Also, things that are well known that are probably in a lot of the traditional, what you would think of as traditional vaccines, the childhood vaccines, polyethylene glycol, carcinogenic on its face. I mean, I don't even have to argue that point. So just with the adjuvants, in other words, the additives that these, this mRNA molecule that in and of itself is a poison, it's a computer generated chimeric molecule. That means a computer took data information from monkey cell lines aborted fetal cell line and put it together and said here this is how you would make it put these building blocks together that's what that mrna is so god knows what it's telling your cells to do uh we're told that it's going to make your cells force yourselves to make billions of spike proteins the pathogenic part of the you know supposed coronavirus but you know okay so something's being you know produced uh, and we don't know how long that mRNA is telling your cells to do it. And we don't know if your body can degrade that mRNA once it's in your body. But because it's in a lipid nanoparticle, which might be what Dr. Madej is referring to when she says the hydrogel. I think so, yep. That by the virtue of the fact that it is a nanoparticle, that's at the atomic level. That a nanoparticle doesn't need to worry about barriers, cellular, uh, hydro, hydro or, or lipophilic uh, cell walls or blood brain barrier. It's a famous barrier 
No problem. Goes right through because it's on the atomic level. Um, and so because the mRNA cannot travel on its own, it's toxic. It would be recognized by the body. It would be attached and destroyed. Right. mRNA. mRNA should never be outside of a cell. It's poisonous. It's toxic. So they know that they know it would have been degraded and had no effect at all. So they put it in a lipid nanoparticle that itself is is at the atomic level. And that's why when they say it's injected into your arm, oh, it stays there. Well, a traditional vaccine may stay in the muscle because it's a, it's a molecule. It's a, it's a, you know, viral fragment, whatever. It's not a nanoparticle capsule, right? So it goes in, in minutes to hours. It's in every compartment. It's in your blood compartment. It's in, it, it's in your bone marrow. It's in your brain cells. Okay. And it gets in there and it disrupts the intracellular machinery and it tells your cells to make all these spike proteins. Okay. So we know all that. So we don't even have to go there. And that's dangerous and toxic enough. You've got all these additives. So look, we can get as technical as you want to all day long. Um, but I tell people, how much more do you need? How much more? How many more thousands of people do you need to be dead? How many more poisons do you need to be proven to you? How many scientists? Is five enough that each independently found these poisons in these shots? How many do you need? 10, 20? I mean, really, really, 25 deaths with the swine flu rollout, and they stopped it. Boom, done. What threshold do we need, and who's going to do it? Who's going to do it? Well, That's I, why. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was I didn't say, mean that's why people people need to rise up. What yeah. do I mean? Do I mean get in the streets and kill each other? No, don't be silly. I'm talking about hammering the FDA, yep. hammering, you know, politicians. I'm sick of these politicians. <laughs> you I'm gonna, and me both. You know, Stu, <laughs> Stu Peters calls them out. I'll call them out. Yep. They're, you know, look, I used to love Rand Paul, but he's all hearings, no indictments. Yep, that's that, right. that, was Trey, that was Trey Gowdy's little gig, right? Mm-hmm. Remember Benghazi? Remember Benghazi? <laughs> yep. I yeah. Do. Well, those. Yeah. Okay. So Benghazi. What What happened to Trey Gowdy? He got a nice little seven figure contract. Now he's on Fox News. Where's my indictment? Yep. Right. So oh. I'm tired. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Ooh, I want an investigation. Now that we got these doctors coming out, and you know, Project Veritas came out with a whistleblower who shows you what's going. Hey, this we've been doing this stuff for eight months now. Yeah. Where's she been? And everything Marjorie Taylor Greene has done has led to a donate button, and mm-hmm. so does Rand Paul. Come on. And so does. There you go. Tired of the donate button. Preach not it, sister. One dime. Preach Tim, it, sister. Not one dime. Yep. Preach it, sister. Look, you're saying the same thing we've been saying for 18 months. I mean, because we Fun. were calling it out long before that. And, you know, we, we lost a lot of friends with our critique <laughs> of Donald Trump, and especially when he pushed this stuff out, and he continues to push it, and people are booing him. His supporters are booing him over it. And I'm with you because I just made mention yesterday about Trey Gowdy. I played him trying to cover for Marco Rubio as an anchor baby as though he's a natural-born citizen. This was back in 2016. And Trey Gowdy says, well, you don't know what the Founding Fathers meant by natural-born citizen. And I'm thinking, you're a doofus. We we got the documentation of the books they had. Vitell's Law of Nations that tell us that. So I we, we've been through all that. We've been through the appeasers of Daryl Issa and Trey Gowdy and Jason Chaffetz and you name them down the line. And they're appeasers. It's like, I like Thomas Massey. He's got a 100% constitutional voting record, but it's like he says, this is treason. He's explained it, and he's done a great job in doing it. And I go, okay, Thomas, where are the articles of impeachment? Where's the action that comes with it? So I'm with you, and I'm just going to let you know this, because you sound like you would be a great candidate for what we're doing at Tactical Civics, and that Mm -hmm. is working 
to under re-educate people on what real civics are and their duties in those civics. Among those are re-establishing the, the uh, citizens' grand juries in the counties that you're in so that you can do it locally. You don't have to worry about D.C. You do it locally, you do it in the state. And to, to uh, reignite the actual law enforcement of our Constitution, which is the militia, which are the people. <laughs> They're the law enforcement arm of that once people are indicted. So I'm with you. You're right on track. You're not You're not off the rails at all. You're right on, and I appreciate you saying what you're saying. Now, when you're saying we got to hammer the FDA, see, here's part of the problem that I have is unlearning this thing that we've been taught about how our government's to function. In our Constitution, we have no authorization for virtually any of these federal agencies, whether the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, the FDA, the Department of Education, Department of Labor, we have no author because the states were taking care of those things. And so what are we to do here when we know we've got, uh, what's her name, Janet Woodcock there, who was a person who pushed fentanyl. She's pushed, uh, what was the other drug? Uh, Oxycontin. Uh, she's pushed those. Those have been result have resulted in numerous addictions, numerous deaths, all sure. these kinds of things. What are we going to do when we have a corrupt government uh, whether they are openly corrupt or whether they are the controlled opposition side, whatever the case may be, and we're saying, hey, we want you to do something, and all they can say is, we need another investigation. We need to another, spend another several million dollars so that we don't do anything so that you guys get another WWE match so you can cheer on your political jersey. What, what do you, what's some things that, we can, that you think we can do? Because you're a person who's seeing this. You're, you're investigating these things. What would be some of the things that come to the top of your mind when you're when you're thinking about that? Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is people often ask me, well, where do I start? Forget the feds. Forget that upper level. We're not going to touch that right now. We'll, we got to get to it a different way. And I tell people, start right where you are. And I mean that. I mean that physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Start if you have like-minded family members. If you don't, expand out. Find alliance. Create alliances with people in your neighborhood. Start there. Uh, some efforts are already started in your communities, like these these parents that are going to the school board. So what? You never had kids. Amen. So what? You don't care about you know what goes on. You better care because that's that's part of your local level of government that has their boot on your neck. So you want to help those people. You want to start going to those. Take back the power from your local governments because they're affecting your life most directly right now, and they need to be re seized. They need to be taken back over, whether you can find a, get the legal, you know, do a quorum, like you said, a, a, a citizen's quorum, you know, fire them, get rid of them, re, you know, uh, it, uh, install new people who are from your alliance and change the laws and, you know, and, and change everything from that point. Otherwise, these people keep their, you know, their, their, their neck, their boot on your neck. So that, that takes a lot. That's a lot of effort. Start supporting those that are already going to those meetings. Find out when the meetings are. Go, you'll start. That's an, a good place. And, and way to align with like-minded people. Uh, and, and, and like you said, so, you know, take your civic duties over because if you guys don't do that, you're, you're not going to have a state government. Okay. Or a, a you know, a, a, anything, you know, when your state needs to do the right thing, you're not going to have any connection to that because you're going to be so down by your communist school boards and your communist city councils that are controlling your lives. Um, Cause they're going to try to get it back to, Masks for everyone, lockdown. What they had last year was, you know, it was it was a politician's uh, wet dream. Let's face it. Lockdowns, people in fear. Now we're saying, hey, screw you. Some parts of the country, though, are still 
in crazy, yeah, a little bit of lockdowns and a lot of masks, right? The only place they can try to enforce it is through these school boards, right? Because the rest of us are saying, you know, hey, go, go to hell, right? So, so right now, the, the only place they've got a little open window is to mess with the parents, for, for, you know, they know they've got unionized teachers. A lot of them, I know this is a generalization, but they are, you know, they got paid fat and happy for a year. Now they're coming back. Oh, I'm, I'm at risk. I'm at risk. Kids were never a vector. Kids never got this before this. Um, so, so we know that they're, 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 tr- that's why they're focusing on schools. Do you ever, I mean, does anybody ever wonder? Like, why aren't they focusing on barber shops right now? Okay. For example, no, it's all on the school. The school board, because that's right now. That's where they're. They've got nice little control hold, and that's where parents have. Parents are working alone, but parents are your fellow citizens. If you don't support the parents in those school board meetings, then when they come to your city council and they 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 want to control you or knock on your door to force jab you, they're going to say, "Hey, you know, you didn't help us, and now we're down." You see what I'm saying, Tim? I mean, I yep. hope people get that. Yeah, well, it's it's part of being a community. It's part of being community. This is why I said this this idea of developing the uh, the citizens grand jury and bringing that back. That was a common law grand jury is basically what it is, and we've yeah. lost that. I think there's um, in talking with the guys over at Tactical Civics, I think that's one of the things that they said. There's like maybe twenty counties in California that still have that, which was surprising to me. And there's a lot of counties throughout the United States who don't have it. They've done away with it, and the people are the solution. That's what I've been saying for. A long time. The people are the solution to this. They want justice. And, you know, the Bible tells us, Amos 5, 24 says, but let justice run down like a water and righteousness like a mighty stream. And that's the one thing we haven't had in this country in a long time is real justice against the real criminals, against the people. And so you're right on track about that. And so just so people know, Dr. Jane used to do a, a show uh, po- political, uh, and she used to speak on these things. So I think you're right on on this on this kind of stuff. Let let me get a question in here about the kids, because we've just got a um, a story out today. I think it was today. Yeah, it was today. And speaking of Pfizer, it concerns them. Uh, just waiting for the screen to pull up here. And yeah, here it is. The Pfizer continues to claim the shot is safe and effective. But now it's for kids as young as five. Yeah, this is a joke. Uh, this is a total joke. First of all, this is the same. These are the same companies that claimed ninety-five percent effectiveness that now want to force a booster on you six months later. How effective is something? They lied to you. You, you've got right there is your lie. Okay, that's your lie. You should know right there, hundred percent. They lied to you. Oh, we're ninety-five percent effective now that they're jabbing adults with boosters. Uh, they come out and say that the um, the studies they did on children uh, show robust findings and that it's it's you know safe and effective. Well, guess what? Uh, if you look at the at the report, uh, it's a joke because they barely studied any kids. They're taking old data from a year ago where some children were slipped in. It's a travesty, Tim. It's it's an illegal. First of all, what they're this is the beginning of the slippery slope. The company comes out and says, "Oh, we have great data and it's safe and effective for five to eleven year olds." Okay, guess what happens next, Tim? The CD or the FDA says uh, they're uh, going to uh, expand the emergency use authorization to capture five to 11 year olds. And then the third thing that happens is what's, what's next? The CDC says 
were recommending it for five to 11 year olds. And now every doctor, zombie doctor, you know, comes out and says, see, they're recommending it. We got it. You got to get your five-year-old shot up. Let me just also remind people that if, if you don't want to do the work yourself, then you will take it from me that the VAERS reporting has shown that the younger you go, the more significant in terms of, especially after the second dose, the side effects. So yeah. I'm talking serious side effects, blood clotting, bleeding in the brain, heart attacks in otherwise healthy 10, 12, 15 year olds. Are you kidding me? And now you want to give it to five to 11 year olds? They, they don't get it. And when they do, it's a 100% recovery rate. You know, you this is not about your health. I just don't know why half the world is in a trance. Well, Dr. Jane, it's because they're in the lap of the evil one. I mean, that's what the Bible says. This is why we take the gospel to them to bring the light on this. And this is why we were calling this out before doctors were saying anything about it. Because we can see, yep. we look at history, we see what it said. We, we've looked to Scripture. Deuteronomy 28 is a perfect example. God says he'll judge a disobedient people to him. We've not upheld justice. We've not upheld mercy. We've not done any of that. We've been derelict of duty as people. And I'm, ta- I'm including me in that. I'm not pointing the finger at everybody else. We've all been derelict in our duties uh, before God in our neighborhoods, in our communities, in our nation states that we're in, our sovereign states and such. And it, because of that, we're allowing the tyranny to go forward. It's much like what went on in, in, in Nazi Germany. You know, they told they, they told the people, well, you can't go here, and then you can't be in, involved in this pool, and you can't do that. And so they said, well, we'll just go and do this. And they just made another way around it instead of saying, no, 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 wait a minute. You're acting tyrannically and pushing back until there was no place they could go, and they're carted off to be killed. We aren't even having to cart people off. They're just going They're going and saying, hey, kill me off. I mean, basically, that's what they're saying. And when you talk about the lie, I want to throw this one in, too. I'm sure you've seen this story. The five, uh, this, I titled it, the Pfizer COVID shot, so ineffective, they're now producing a twice-per-day COVID pill to be taken alongside their poisonous gene therapy shots. Yes, but not until they get you the fourth booster. How do I know there's a fourth booster coming, Tim, in six months from now? Because it's in their protocol. Clinicaltrials.gov. Let me give it to you. Did I give it to you before? Uh, I'm not it. sure. This I'm is not sure It's yet. important. It's important. Okay. Clinicaltrials, clinicaltrials.gov. NCT number, N like Nancy, C like Kat, T like Tom, NCT 0468728. I'm going to repeat it because when you put this number into the search field at clinicaltrials.gov, boom, the Pfizer protocol comes out. It's a gnarly big document, but you can put keywords and search in it, like from your browser, even search. It's NCT, Nancy, Charlie, Tom, 0436872828. In there, it talks about the third and the fourth booster. It doesn't talk about the tablets. That's probably under a different protocol. Okay. And by the way, if I don't know if you know, when you said follow the money, there was one of the scriptures you read. It was about the money, following the money. Here's a point: Pfizer in second quarter made billions, like thirteen billion dollars on these shots. Let me just remind people of something. These shots in a major, a, a great, uh, not a majority, but a ton of people caused a lot of clotting, right? We know the clots, big clots, micro clots, all kinds of things. Guess what else their profits were up on by 13%? Eloquis, their anti-clot medication. You see the cycle? Uh, you see the cycle yep, they're trying to get yep, you on? Yep. And there's a, there's a second anti 
uh, coagulant that they, I forgot the name, but it, it was up by an even higher percentage. So it's, you know, it's, 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 it's a primer. And in that protocol on clinicaltrials.gov, it also shows you, people say, Dr. Dean, why do some people get sick in the first week? And some people get sick a month later and some people don't get sick at all because there are different dosages. They're, you're, you're the test, my friends. You're in a trial. That's a dose finding. It's a phase one, two, three slash dose finding. I mean, they're doing everything at once. You are the experiment. They're also cleaning out. Their, their, their goal is to clean out maybe a third of the population on the planet and injure another third so that their drugs will make them even more trillions. Uh, and, and then, and then I, I don't know what the plan is beyond that, but I'm just saying, you know, I'm an analyst. I look at what I'm dealing with. There's nothing helpful in these things. There's nothing for your health. And these companies are making, they're making you sick and then they're making drugs for what they made you sick for. So, yeah, well, I, here's the thing. I tried to pull up the uh, the clinical trials. I got the main page, and then I put the number in. Maybe I got it wrong or something. If you can, if you can send me the links to these things that we talked about. The SM-102, I think we've written about that a couple of times. And, of course, the problem that we run into is the Mockingbird corporate-owned media, which is paid for by the pharmaceutical companies. I mean, that's the, that's the incredible thing here. They're paid for by them. These guys come out. And for instance, you know, we, we had, uh, you were one of the first ones to come out and point out this graphene oxide, bring that, bring that to the American people, uh, by way of the platforms that you guys have. And yeah. but when, but when you go and you, you look up that, what do you find? Fact check, fact check, fact, all these self-proclaimed fact check Reuters to Snopes to any of these nincompoops who call themselves fact checkers. And they'll say, well, no, this isn't it. And what they do is they deflect and they twist what is being said and what's being given. And so the people who don't know any better, who wouldn't be able to, who, who don't know about Dr. Jane Ruby, they don't know about a Dr. Carrie Miday, they don't know about a Kate Shimerani, or they don't, you know, know how to find, I, I talk to my parents. My parents aren't on the internet. Uh, they get, you know, whatever little bit of news they get off the television. And usually that comes from a Fox News or a CBS or something like Dangerous. that. And Dangerous. they look at me like I got three heads and I'm like, guys, I've been buried in this stuff for 18 months. I'm seeing yeah. the stuff here. Here's the information. And uh, I think finally they're getting a little bit of the idea of what's going on there. And they're going to be one of the prime targets because my parents are getting, they're getting older. So they're one of the prime targets along with our children now. And so, really, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's really incredible that all of this is, is going on and nobody's putting a stop to it. I think you said it last time. It seems that there's no threshold at which, you could get a million people die in a day, and they're not going to stop it. They're just going to keep telling you it's safe and effective. Go ahead and take it. This was a fluke or whatever the case may be. Right. Absolutely. I mean, think about it. Your government is blocking access to two life-saving drugs, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, while at the same time forcing you onto um, an experimental shot that's killing people. And then on top of that, if you go into hospitals, which are the new Holocaust ovens, there's a protocol that's in every hospital all of a sudden. It's test you, you come up positive, of course, because they just manipulate it. You're positive, you go into a COVID unit. And then if you do have symptoms, they put you in an ICU. And I know this happened to several friends of mine in DC. They were encouraged to let them sedate them 
and put them on a mechanical ventilator, which would have been the end. Then they give you remdesivir, which is also an experimental drug under an EUA. And that's the drug that um, it, it, it barely, barely passed placebo in its antiviral trials. But there we go. It's being forced as <clears throat> the hospital protocol, which it now knows in real world evidence is um, it's just killing people's kidneys in droves. And between that and the ventilator, they die. And, and, and families are being kept in the parking lot. Uh, they can't get doctors and nurses to talk to them. And their patient, the next time they see them, it's in the, mor- the uh, you know, the coroner's truck or, you know, their funeral director's uh, um, van. So, you know, something very bad is happening. If people don't see that their government, something's wrong and that it's very dangerous and that all these things are in sync. You know, since when do we have to be afraid to go to hospitals? Since when are all the doctors getting angry with us for not exercising for or for exercising our health care rights? When did you ever see that before? Yeah, I, I've never look, I've never seen a time in my life where people just stuck a mask on their face for no good reason that doesn't work. And the manufacturer, they, they've scrubbed that off of the boxes. They used to have those on the boxes. Say so it doesn't, doesn't prevent coronavirus. Very plain. And I've never seen people so just eager to comply with these little mandates, you know, social distancing, doing all this stuff. In my life, I've never seen it. The only time I've seen anything close to that was some years ago back, I think it was in China, where there was some kind of attack that had taken place, and the people started wearing those masks all the time, and you constantly saw them wearing the mask. But other than that, this has been a worldwide thing. And i got to tell you, you spoke about the political construct a little bit earlier. Even the, the politicians can't make up their mind whether they want to wear a mask or they don't want to wear a mask or they want to social distance or not. Is it political theater? Is it not? Of course it is. And, we ha- you know, God's given us immune system, and the one thing that, that isn't being talked about is how to take care of that immune system, how to take care of, of the body, the temple of God, as it were, and, and by what we eat, because they're feeding us, you know, they're, they're trying to construct lab meat, or meat grown in a lab, I don't know what that's all about. Uh, these GMOs, who knows what that does long-term in our bodies, I, I don't know. Um, yeah. and, and some of the products that aren't even really food, they, they can't even really be considered food. We snack on them and everything, but they can't even be considered food, and those things are making us sick on top of these pharmaceutical drugs that they're providing as well. Right. Anything processed. Also, Tim, I don't know if you saw the reports. Uh, There was a woman uh, who I think she was visiting Fresno, California from uh, Arizona, but she, for some reason, young woman in her 20s went into a a Walgreens and said, I want the seasonal flu shot. When she was uh, getting up to leave, uh, the, the nurse looked at her and said, um, you have to come back in three weeks. And she said, why, why do I need to do that? And she said, because that's your second COVID shot. She said, I didn't ask for the COVID shot. This is scary. She said, I asked for a regular flu shot. Wow. And, yeah. And they went and checked it and they said, yep. Oh my gosh. You know, accident. We gave you this. Well, I said, you know, online that, that uh, you know, that's, that that's reportable to the state health department, to yep. Walgreens. I mean, that a medication area is not just, oops, sorry. It's a very serious matter. And that nurse actually should be written up for that. Um, in addition to that, um, you know, that's very dangerous. I, I have told relatives and friends, especially those with small children, put a moratorium on any injections, any vaccines, um, not because 
you know, I, I've never been pro or anti. I've been very skeptical, but I've said to them, because we don't know what's in there. And why would you trust any of these companies after what's happening right now? Why would I trust company, you know, X, Y, and Z over here when these four companies are pushing these jabs? I don't know what's inside these things. I don't even know what's in those. Why would I take anything right now? So come to a halt. Like you said, f- uh, focus on natural immunity, fresh foods, f- clean water, Stay close to the beginning of the food chain. These things of, you know, in, you know, um, artificial meat. Dude, if you can't get fresh, clean, organic chicken or fish or meat, you know, don't don't eat it at all. I, I mean, agree. hello. I agree. <laughs> absurd. I wouldn't trust any of these companies. Well, no. And, and, and some of the reason I bring that up is we go back to Bill Gates. He's the one pushing the, the lab meat. He's the one pushing the vaccines. He's the one pushing that wants to spray chalk in the air and blot out the sun. I mean, this guy has, boy, you talk about a Romans one guy who's at war with God, who God has given over to a reprobate mind and using him for judgment, by the way. I mean, this is the guy. And this is what I don't understand, Dr. Jane. The people can see this. They want justice, but they've been trained. It's their representatives who are to bring justice. And we get back to what you said earlier. It's the people who've got to bring justice. We're going to have to bring it. And again, I'm I'm like you. I'm not saying you're going to do that in the streets. I think this whole thing where the people are going to rally in D.C. for the January 6th prison, I think that's just the stupidest idea. They've already got you once. If you go do that again, you're really stupid. You're not going to accomplish anything there. Do it in your local, in your state levels, and bring some justice. That's what we got to have, and that's the thing that's been left off. I totally agree, Tim, and I'll tell you, people were smart. They knew it was a setup. So, you know, September 18th, last Saturday, came and went, uh, and apparently it was just uh, police and Capitol Grounds police and uh, reporters. Good. Let them have a party together. Um, You're absolutely right. It ties back to what I said earlier. Uh, forget the federal level. Right now, your three branches of government are behind razor wire. Um, and, and, and we've got it. The way you're going to take it back is to keep a check on, take back your local government power. That in turn will allow you as citizens to take control and be better aware of where your state power goes and how it behaves, right? I mean, we have a situation here in Florida. I'll, I'll just tell you really quickly. I'm sure people heard about it. There's a law in the books from 2006 that literally, there's no other way to interpret it, allows the state of Florida and any of its agents, whether it's cops, uh, policymakers, politicians, anybody, uh, technicians, to to take any Florida resident at any time uh, and jab them with any kind of vaccine that the state wants yep. to do. Uh, Representative Anthony Sabatini pushed, tried to push that through to remove that section of the, of the law uh, a, a number of months ago. Guess how it was defeated by the Florida legislative rhinos, the Republicans, the Democrats just had to go like this. They didn't have to do anything, but the rhinos, the Republicans defeated it. Now he's going to try to bring it up again when they come back from their vacation. Okay. In August and September, Uh, I'm going to tell you something. There's going to be a lot of backlash if that happens again. That's a warning to all the rhinos, but it's the rhinos that wouldn't decertify uh, the 2020 election. You, you have to understand this, right? It's the rhinos. Yep. It's your own GOP. So when I get those disgusting appeals in the mail or Gmail or uh, on my uh, email and stuff like that, I reply and say, not one dime until you do X, Y, and Z. Yep. Shut the border. Yep. All right. Why are you blocking ivermectin to me? 
but every Afghan refugee that's being flown into my yep. country gets a little welcome package with it. Get the hell out of here. I mean, yeah. come on, people. Wake up. Wake up. Okay? It's well, over. The yeah. jig is up. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And part of the problem, though, is getting people in the mindset to do that. You know, you mentioned that that's happening down in Florida, and yet DeSantis came out and he signs his bill and says, oh, all's good. We're not going to have this. But then that wasn't dealt with. So it's still in place. So it's kind of a deception on his part, if you ask me. And by the way, I've had some dealings with DeSantis. I know he's not everything everybody says he is either. And he's told people that he's killed Common Core. No, he isn't because everything falls under every Student Succeeds Act. And and people who tune in here on Wednesdays will know that. We've called him out on that. So you're exactly right. They play a WWE match. They entertain the public. The public gets on two sides. Our second president, John Adams, warned that the two-party system led by their leaders and the people falling behind them is a great evil. It is not the American system. It is a great evil. And just to throw this in, I had a friend from Bulgaria. He lived under communism. He got the literal beatdowns with sticks and everything else. And you know how he said they beat it? Um, They got rid of the two-party system and they voted a third party. But the people are going to have to get out of their trance of the two-party system. And they're going to have to do something different there. Or we're going to have to dissolve D.C. altogether, which is fine with me, and let our sovereign states uh, be those who govern us, who are closest to us. Uh, I'll give you the last word there. I was just going to say, I mean, I think at some point, the, some states are going to start seriously talking about, you know, pulling out, pulling away. I'm not sure it's going to be Florida and Texas. It, there might be some, some surprise states, right? Like a Montana or a South Dakota. Or so, and I'm just throwing those out there. I have no idea, no intel. I'm just saying it might not be the states you think it is. Um, but, but, you know, it's true. Look, nobody's the magic bullet. Another thing, in addition to getting over the two-party fantasy, the other fantasy we have to get over is that, um, you know, politicians, at least right now, we, we do have one party, and that, that is the uniparty, because the Republicans, you know, sold their souls a while back, um, and they looked the other way. They figured, hey, we're both getting the goodies. Let's just argue in public and then, and then go from there. Um, so, so, yeah, so in terms of the last word, I just want to reiterate to people, nobody's coming to rescue you. Uh, they all give you some of them give you a little bit of the goodies, but then then they do some other things over here. Even President Trump did a lot of really incredible things for the for the country. You know, energy independence. I mean, close the borders, things like that. Never a hundred percent the way we always wanted it, but you know, we were in much better shape under that. But you know, then he throws us off with um, playing golf with rhinos that stuck it in his back, like Lindsey yep. Graham and Mitch McConnell. You know, it's all that sort of dichotomy. Even people like General Flynn. And uh, Paul Lawrence, Dr. Paul Lawrence, who was was in uh, Trump's uh, Health and Human Services, even these people are saying now, currently, contemporary, they're saying uh, President Trump has to stop pushing the the jabs. He's got to be aware of it. He's he's got you know. I think some people have said, look, he's counting the votes in the room, and he doesn't want to lose everybody, and he's got to you know. He says take it, but it's your choice. Um, I get that. I get all that, but um, it's not. It just it just creates this this bad. You know, people get sound bites, and yep. they're you know, I don't I don't know. I don't well, know, Tim. I I don't have all the answers. All I can say is, act from where you do have power right amen. now, while amen. you still have it. Amen. It the window is closing. We're under a Marxist, an attempted Marxist takeover of our country. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's no coincidence that half the board at Pfizer is our Chinese CEOs and bigwigs yeah. and stuff like that. So it's, it's, you know, start local, 
grab it back, build out, and then you'll have a power base through which to control your state. Amen. Amen. Dr. Jane, we appreciate you being on. I'm going I'm to just plug this real quick. If you want to find out more about Dr. Jane Ruby, go to drjaneruby.com. Also, you can find her on Patreon forward slash Dr. Jane Ruby. So be able be sure to support her. She gives of her time to come on here uh, free of charge to give us some information. Dr. Jane, we appreciate you. I'll say goodbye after we close out. Guys, have a great day. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, sonsoflibertymedia.com. We'll see you at 6 a.m. Adios.